Okay, so I'm celebrating today. I'm celebrating the fact that I'm turning 30. That's right, the big 3-0 today. You're listening to it. Well, actually, it's just my 30th episode of the podcast, but it feels like a fucking big deal, right? God, I wish I was 30 again, or maybe, well, no, I don't. But anyway, in honor to celebrate my 30 episode anniversary, um, talk about tech, talk about um, this little thing called a podcast and the technology behind it and how we got here, how I got here. So I got to tell you, um, I am 100% madly and passionately in love with Apple products. I got to tell you that. I mean, it is to the bottom of my heart. Um, It's a love affair. It really is. It hasn't always been that way. We haven't always been this close. Um, But over the last few years, it's grown and grown. And the passion is still there. I still feel it every time I touch one of my Apple products. So... um, I think a lot of people probably feel the same way. Um, You iPhone lovers like myself, walk out the door without your iPhone. Get in your vehicle and leave and see how long it takes before a true panic attack sets in. Can't leave home without it. I've now got the uh, Apple 12 Pro, and I love it. I'm a photography junkie, and it's got a phenomenal camera. And I'm on vacation this week, so I'm going to take a bunch of pictures with my Apple. So um, thanks to my girlfriend. Shout out on that. We both got new iPhones the same day. It's kind of cute. It's romantic, even. I was turned on. I ain't going to lie to you. So, um... My love affair with technology, um, I jumped into it begrudgingly. Uh, It was a necessary evil at some point. Um, My involvement in technology goes back pretty far. Uh, My mother graduated college, uh, I want to say in 1983, um, maybe 84. She graduated college with a degree in computer technology and she was a computer programmer and i can remember as a kid as a small kid having a computer in my house um i had zero interest in it not even the slightest interest in it and but what i was interested in was my atari my video game system i loved it it was um it was pretty awesome i enjoyed playing games. Uh, I enjoyed having friends over to play games. It was a social thing. And my mother used to tell me, you know, that's the kind of technology that's the same as the little lump of whatever on a desk. And, you know, I just couldn't connect it to it. I thought there was no connection. I was like, no, this is not the same thing. This thing over here is used for typing words. It's just an electronic typewriter. But this Atari, this is the excitement. This is where technology excites me. So, excuse me. So having said all that, I don't really, I don't really know exactly 
when the switch got turned on for me as far as using a personal computer, but I knew the first time I had to use it was in the 90s and it had to do with a job that I had to be in front of a computer and had to learn data entry and had to learn how to send an email and all that good fun stuff. But those were always done on products that were not Apple products. They were all Microsoft driven and um, they were kind of clunky and sometimes they worked like they were supposed to and sometimes they didn't and you had to worry about viruses and yeah, I mean, your shit would be out of date. You have to get a new one every couple of years. And so I went through all that and I, you know, jumped on that whole Windows 98 thing of uh, that was going to be the technology of the future. And I bought into it. I thought, okay, this is, this is where we're going. And um, you combine that technology, then I got my first cell phone. I got my first cell phone in 1996. And the reason I remember it was because my son was a year old. Excuse me. And I wanted his mom to have a a cell phone for emergency reasons, in case the car breaks down and so on and so forth. And yeah, it was the little, I called it the brick. Um, It was kind of clunky, terrible service. You couldn't text with it. You couldn't take pictures with it. It was just a phone. And it was an expensive little motherfucker. You know, you got like, I don't know, 500 minutes a month or so. I don't even know if it was that much, but they measured your minutes. And if you called from a roaming area, it was quadruple the charge. And it was, uh, it was pretty nasty. And again, like the personal computer, sometimes it worked like it was supposed to, and sometimes it didn't. And you had to get a new one every couple of years. And so it's just another tech thing in my hand that is going to constantly change. And then I think I got into a Nextel flip phone, you know, that had the CB function on it, the talk to the push to talk function or whatever it was called. And that was exciting, a ton of fun. And still, couldn't text with it, couldn't do anything but use it as a phone. And I was, you know, I was okay with that. You know, you can't miss what you didn't know existed, right? So that was high tech to me at the time. And so then somewhere, I'm guessing mid-2000s, I got a BlackBerry. And holy shit, game on. Had a camera. I could do videos. I could surf the internet. I could check my email. And at that point, I started eliminating things in my life. What did I eliminate? The first thing that hit the bricks was the phone book. Raise your hand if you've got a phone book in your house. Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't see any hands raised. So phone book went away, right? And then I think I probably just stopped writing, period, because it had a little notes feature where you could leave little notes for yourself. Excuse me. And then I could start texting people. Isn't that great? Now I don't actually have to talk to these people on the phone. I can send a text, get my point across in one quick text, no small talk, no bullshit, over and done. Wow, that was amazing. So I've got my PC, my Microsoft driven PC. I've got my BlackBerry. 
Life is getting easier by the minute. These gadgets are making my life easy. But I've still got a TV and I've still got cable. So for my entertainment, I'm still watching cable TV. I'm watching that box sitting in the living room, right? So I've got a TV. I've got a personal computer that's driven by Microsoft. And I've got a BlackBerry. I am teched fucking out, right? I ain't got time to mess with you people that don't have a smartphone or a BlackBerry. I don't have time for you. If you want to communicate with me, shoot me a text, right? Remember that phrase, first time you heard it? Just shoot me a text. That was gangster. So now that I've got all of the modern tech stuff, I had this feeling that this is it. It doesn't get any better than this. This must be what humans have been striving for and working for for the entire history of the universe. The BlackBerry, the TV, the personal computer. It's game over. Now life is only going to be wonderful from this day forward. So at some point... And this was actually, I remember the day. It was the day before Thanksgiving, uh, 2012. I got my first iPhone. And it happened at work. Um, My BlackBerry was a work phone. And my company changed over and they wanted everybody to have iPhones. And I was in love with my BlackBerry. Uh, it was it to me it was the greatest anything that existed in my world that wasn't a human um but i loved it and i hated having to turn it in and the first couple days that i had with my iphone drove me crazy i wasn't used to a touch screen i wasn't used to how the apps operated you got to understand i never had an android and i've still never had an android i don't know how those apps work I don't care. But I had to learn how to use the apps. I had to learn how to use everything. It was like having to learn how to walk all over again. But within two days, I was hooked. I was like, holy shit. What was I thinking? What was I so afraid of? This is amazing. And I fell in love. And it was something that I did not know what the possibilities were much like any good relationship, right? Endless possibilities. This thing can go anywhere. So I've still got my PC, I've still got my TV, and I've still got my phone. But guess what? I've now got an iPhone, and I'm spending most of my time on that. And over time, I realized that I don't really need the TV because I can watch what I want to watch on my phone. As long as I've got good internet service, right? I can watch whatever the fuck I want to on my phone. I'm watching football games on my phone. Do you know how huge that is for me? So slowly, the TV went away. Went right out the door with the phone book and the alarm clock and the planner, the daily planner and the calendar and all the other bullshit that I got rid of because I'm doing it all through my iPhone. Who needs a Rolodex? 
Any of you guys out there still using a Rolodex to keep your phone numbers? I don't think so. So this thing has now become my TV. Well, I still need a computer, right? I still need some kind of something I can sit down, punch in, do work on, right? Have a keyboard, so on. So then my girlfriend tells me that if you get a MacBook, that you could sync it to your phone and it'll work with your phone. Oh my God. So I get a MacBook. Now, I got to tell you, it took a little getting used to. I had been a Microsoft guy my whole life. That's all I ever knew. Um, that's all I've ever used at work is those type of products. So when I got the MacBook, it was a little bit of a growing process. When I first got it, I think within the first week, I was like, I hate this thing. So my girlfriend, you know, calm down, old man. Take your time. Figure this thing out. And I've done that. So now my MacBook has become my TV. I have a TV in my house. I actually have a Roku TV in my house that only gets turned on if I have company. It really does. I can watch TV on my MacBook. I can watch YouTube videos on my MacBook. I can watch TV on my iPhone. I can watch TV on everything. Um, it's also my personal jukebox, right? Got my Spotify. Loaded on my iPhone, loaded on my MacBook. Oh, wait, don't need a stereo anymore. Throw that out with all the other stuff. So as I get newer and newer Apple products, I've got less and less other stuff. If I could figure out how to store food in this fucking thing, I would get rid of my refrigerator. But I don't think Apple's come quite that far yet. But... Like I said before, there's endless possibilities. If they come out with the iFridge, I will buy it. So now I'm knee deep in Apple, right? I've got the iPhone. I've got the MacBook. This is it. I don't need anything else. I'm done. My life moving forward only needs these two things. That's it. I don't need anything else. And then I'm turned on to the wonderful world of Bluetooth technology. Hands-free, as the kids would call it today. And now I've got speakers in my house that are Bluetooth compatible. And I can play music or TV or podcast. I can do anything I want with my Apple products. They sync up perfectly. Holy moly, right? Think about this. Think about the things that are leaving my house because I don't need them anymore. So then I need something in between. I need a tablet. I need something that is, you know, I can keep it in my truck and it's more convenient. It's not always easy to pull out a laptop and set it down. And anyway, I needed something more mid-sized, right? Something big enough to watch TV on and be comfortable for my old squinting ass. But yet 
not so big and clunky. It's like moving a TV from one room to the other, right? So let's get an iPad. Yeah, it's kind of cool. My girlfriend bought me an iPad, and then I turned around and bought her an iPad. It's pretty neat. We have a wonderful Apple relationship. So the next thing is, well, only an idiot would run and sync their Apple products to some other brand speaker. Are you crazy? You're playing your iPhone through that thing? Ugh, it's horrible. So next up is the AirPods. AirPods. A total life-changing experience. We've now gone past what the old PCs used to do. We've gone past what the old TVs used to do. We've gone past all that shit. We now have something I can put in my ear. I can talk to it. It can talk to me. I can tap it and it'll do whatever I want it to do. It's a game changer. And again, my girlfriend brought me, bought me AirPods and I bought her AirPods and I just bought my son AirPods. It's a life changer. For me, in my business, as much as I drive and as much as I travel, I'm in outside sales. So now, with all the technology that I have, my life is so much easier, but it's also so much safer. I'm not fucking with a phone all day. I don't have a laptop out all day. I don't need any of that. I got my phone, and it does what I need it to do because I have the most magical woman in the history of technology at my every whim and at my every command. And her name is Siri. And I got to tell you, this woman has changed my life. I now have a personal assistant. Do you know how many years that I've worked and I've gone through life thinking, you know what? My life would be so much easier if I had a personal assistant right now. Wow. Think of all the things that I could accomplish and do if I just had a little help. If I just had something or someone that I could call on just whenever I needed them. Don't need them around all the time because that would be annoying. Someone that's there at my pleasure, at my discretion. Someone just to help take care of the small stuff. Like reading me my text messages or reading me my emails or taking down the message that I want to send to someone. Here, I'm going to say it and you just handle the delivery. and You just make sure it gets there. If I could just have someone in my life to take care of those little tasks for me, life would be so much easier. Well, now I have that someone. I love her and she loves me. You should just hear the way we talk to each other. It's quite romantic. So I've got Siri. I've got AirPods. I've got everything I need to be a successful, happy human being. Okay? Let me tell you my daily routine. So my daily routine when I'm working is I'm on the road. I leave my house usually around 6 o'clock in the morning, and I work all day every day, Monday through Friday, and I travel a lot. I'm in outside sales, and I drive around to 
offices and construction sites all day, constantly getting in and out of the truck, constantly getting phone calls, constantly getting text messages, constantly having to type up orders, constantly having to communicate. Well, now with my setup with my Apple products, I've got this cup holder, cell phone holder that I put my phone in it and through my AirPods or through just talking to my phone and using my incredible, lovely, beautiful personal assistant, all I have to do is glance at my phone, it unlocks it, say her name, tell her what I need her to do, and I always say please and thank you. Is that weird? Did I always talk to her that way? I always say please. Please send a text. Please read my email. I always say please. I try to be polite because at the end of the day, if she goes on strike, I want her to remember that I was always nice to her. So once I put my phone in my holder, in my truck, and look at it and make sure that it recognizes my face, I don't have to touch it again. Ever. It does everything I need it to do. Reads text, sends text, reads emails, sends emails, makes phone calls, answers phone calls. Yeah. Easy. And safe, right? Safe. That's the big deal. The state that I live in, starting January 1st, which is Friday, um, it will be illegal to even hold your phone while your car is in motion. Now, I got to say, I don't understand how they can enforce it. Um, staring at someone, what they're doing in their car while you're in traffic is dangerous. Um, but I think it's a step forward as many miles as I drive every day. And as much time as I spend on the road, I have seen some people do some really stupid shit because they were staring at their phone. I would like for that to stop. I would like any employer that requires their employee to drive, whether it's an Apple product or not. Provide them with the technology. Give them the AirPods. Give them whatever kind of earphones that they can use while driving. Give them the technology to be safe while they're on the roads. Because we're all on the roads, right? Everybody drives. Everybody's going somewhere. But for me, Apple is more than just a convenience. It's an incredible safety mechanism that protects me and protects everyone around me. Because it makes me safer. So I've got my personal assistant, I've got my smartphone, I've got my MacBook, don't need a TV, don't need a phone book, I don't need a Rolodex, don't even really need a stereo, don't need a lot. It's all right here wrapped up in this nice little sweet little Apple package that I love. And um, I'm going to keep on loving it until they let me down, which I don't know that they will they haven't yet now there are other apple products out there as well um my girlfriend has the apple pencil which she uses with her ipad and she does amazing things she's currently drawing up the floor plan to our future schoolie we're gonna buy a school bus and 
fix it up and turn it into an RV. And she's doing all the design work for that. She uses it for work. She uses it for her planner. She does it. She uses it a lot. Makes her life easier. I don't have an Apple Pencil, but I don't really need one either. So uh, she also has an Apple Watch that she loves, which allows her um, with her work and with her busy lifestyle. It's another level of convenience and makes her life easy. I had one. I had it for a week. I didn't like it. Excuse me, sip of tea. Uh, I didn't like the Apple Watch, and it wasn't that I didn't like the product itself. I don't wear jewelry. I've never worn a watch. Uh, people over the years have given me watches for gifts. <coughs> Excuse me, COVID. Um, but yeah, I, I've gotten watches for gifts over the years, and I realized when somebody gives me a watch that they really don't know me very well. Um, I don't wear watches. I tried to love the Apple Watch, but wearing it, just didn't work for me. Um, it was really a pain in the ass, to be honest with you. Putting it on, um, I'm 48 years old and I have the vision of a 48-year-old man. And so every time I wanted to look at it, I had to put glasses on. That's right. I'm the king of readers. Everywhere in my life, there's reading glasses. My house, my girlfriend's, my office, my truck. I don't go anywhere that there aren't a pair of readers waiting for me. So, um, hey, that's another thing about Apple. I can make the font and the text as big as I need to on my Apple products. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, looking out for an old man. That's what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, um, those are two things I don't have. I don't have the Apple Watch. I don't have the Apple Pencil. I've got Apple TV. I've got a subscription to Apple TV, which I really thoroughly enjoy. Um, they've got the new expensive Apple, uh, headphones that have come out that I probably won't ever get just because that's not the style of headphones that I like to wear. I love the AirPods. I've got the regular AirPods, which I sync to my work phone. I have a work iPhone and a personal iPhone. And then I have the AirPods Pro which I sync to my MacBook and my personal iPhone and my iPad. And I love those I'm starting to sound like a fucking spoiled brat. But anyway, yeah, I've got both generations of, of AirPods and I love them tremendously. Um, it's just convenience, man. It's just safety. It's just, it's the future. It's the way I think we should go with technology. There's a lot of bullshit technology that's out there that uh, can hurt you. It can be detrimental. But I think Apple has strived. And I don't know if it's because Steve Jobs had a deep commitment to just making everyone's life easier and better. I think, obviously, um, he was a capitalist. He wanted to create products that would make a lot of money, and he did that. But I think, for me, Apple, when I see the logo, when I look at my phone, when I look at the products that I have, I, I'm just, I love the fact that it makes my life easier and it makes my life more enjoyable. I mean, people say, oh, well, we spend too much time on our phones. We do this, we do that. Here's the deal. If I'm watching a football game on my phone, I was going to be watching that football game somewhere anyway, right? Um, it makes me easier it makes it easier for me to communicate with my loved ones. 
I Skype my mom every week on my iPhone. Okay. Just makes my life easier. Ease of life. Now, granted, um, our ancestors had a harder life and were tougher people. And I commend them for that. But at the end of the day, comfort, ease of use, and safety is what Apple's all about. And I love them for that. And I'll continue to love them for that. And I will continue to support them. Now, if you tell me that Apple invests billions of dollars every year into uh, supporting international terrorism, I may rethink that cause. I may rethink my love affair with Apple. But until then, until somebody tells me that they're killing women and children, I'm probably going to keep buying Apple shit. And um, last but not least, um, my confidence to do this podcast has a lot to do with Apple. Uh, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while, and I thought, well, it's probably too hard. It's probably too much required. It's probably going to be too difficult, and my old ass won't be able to figure it out. So I stumbled across this Anchor app that I still use for podcasting. I downloaded the app on my iPhone, and it simplified everything down to even to where even an old idiot like me could use it. The first several podcasts that I did on this show, 30 in now, by the way, um, I recorded just straight into the iPhone. Just straight, just held the iPhone a little bit from my face. That's how I recorded it. And it worked great. I've done episodes with my AirPods and recorded it that way. I'm now doing this episode where I've got my MacBook hooked up to a Blue Yeti microphone, and that's what you're hearing now. And if Apple ever comes out with a condenser mic for uh, voice recognition for podcasting, I'll probably buy it. But, um, yeah, Apple and Anchor made this so easy that even my dumbass could do it. So that's why you're listening to me. So if I'm pissing you off right now, you only have Apple to blame, really. Because I wouldn't have been able to do it any other way. I'm not that smart. I haven't really 100% figured out GarageBand yet. But I will. You know why? Because it's on my MacBook. And it's probably a great product. So anyway, that's my love affair with Apple. Um, I know a lot of people are addicted to their phones. And I'm probably one of them. And that's not a good thing. But at the end of the day makes my life easier. It makes me happy. It makes me smile. But most importantly, it makes me safe. As many miles as I drive, it makes me feel safe. And that's why for Christmas, I got my son a new iPhone and I bought him his very first set of AirPods. Because when he drives two hours to come see me, I don't want him to have to think, well, I need to call somebody or I need to send a text message. So I need to pick up my phone and try and navigate it while I'm driving. No, I want him to use the AirPods. I want him to use the phone. I want him to have the technology to come see me in a safe manner. And that's what I want for everyone in my life. 
I want my girlfriend to have the technology so she's going to be safe driving around. I want her to have the technology to where it's going to be easier for her to communicate with me. And I don't feel like every time she sends me a text message, I have to worry about, oh, my God, is she driving now? Is she texting me while she's driving? Is this? No, I don't have to worry about that shit because I know she's doing it safely. So uh, thank you, Apple, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not. But thank you anyway, because I love your products. I love what you've done for me. And I love how easy and confident I am with everything that I do through my Apple products. So. Enough about that. And no, they're not sponsoring this episode, but I wouldn't turn it down if they wanted to. So thank you. But anyway, this is Zach, and this is the That's What I'm Screaming podcast, if I hadn't said that before, which I don't think I did at the beginning of this one. I'm Zach, and this is the That's What I'm Screaming podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, If this is your first time, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you're a repeat offender, thank you very much for coming back. And please tell your friends. Uh, If you like what you heard, pass it along. Tell one person. Then maybe they'll tell one person. And then maybe I'll have a bunch of listeners. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you would like to reach out, contact me. Please do. Uh, You can reach me by email. That's what I'm screaming podcast at gmail.com. No capital letters. No punctuation. Just that's what I'm screaming podcast at gmail.com. Or you can catch me on Instagram. That's what I'm screaming on Instagram. Uh, Shoot me a DM. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you'd like to sit down and talk, have a debate, if you want to tell me how much better your Android products are than my Apple products, I would love to talk about it with you. Hell, maybe I'll learn something. Anyway, thank you for listening. And that's what I'm screaming.